How do you maximize performance with your sales force? My name is Anthony Garcia, and I'm the host of the Catapulting Commissions podcast. Join me every week as we discuss topics such as performance or improving retention. And we do so by interviewing some of the top sales professionals and entrepreneurs around the world. Now, let's enjoy the show. Catapulting Commissions family, welcome back. So excited to have you with us this week. We are picking up our interview with Elise Archer, part two of our interview series. Now, if you didn't listen to part one, here's some of the examples of such the valuable content that you missed. Elise gives us five ways to monetize your personal brand. It's not good enough just to have a personal brand, but to have a personal brand and make money off of it. Elise gives you the five ways to get that done. We also talk about how to overcome insecurities in building and developing that personal brand. And Elise talked about how to create your message and how to deliver your message, even if you're joining a crowded field and why it's important. If you have a message, you need to deliver it. She talked about one of the biggest breakthroughs that took place in her life as an entrepreneur and it's what she teaches and coaches and it's one of the breakthroughs that I'm trying to go through in my personal brand. If you've ever considered establishing a personal brand, I highly recommend you listen to both interviews in this. You reach out to Elisa's team and you get connected with her. A little bit about Elise Archer in case you're just listening to this episode for the first time. She's a founding team member and a personal brand strategist with Brand Builders Group, whose insights have been featured in major media, including Forbes and Inc. She is also a keynote speaker and a host of the podcast, Instant Impact with Elise Archer, where she shares best practices from top business leaders who have created extraordinary personal brands and a world-class network. Prior to joining the founding team of Brand Builders Group, Elise served as a partner in an eight-figure international sales coaching organization where she helped sales professionals achieve their goals. We pick up this interview with our hot topic of video content. Why should you, as a sales professional, as a sales executive, as a sales entrepreneur, be utilizing video content and how to effectively utilize video content? And we'll talk about the mistake that people make when they start doing video content. Let's join right in on this interview. Be sure to subscribe. I'll talk to you guys soon. Now, let, let's talk a little about the salespeople in this video content. Why would a sales professional want to create video content, right? I mean, it's, there's so much, you know, there's, and I, I go back to some conversations I had when I first started creating video content. And, 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 you know, I had some people who've been in my industry for 30, 40 years. Why would you want to do that? What, you know, what, what's the purpose of wanting to create this video content? And I was trying to explain my passions on why I would want to do it. But, you know, we've talked about building a brand. We've talked about creating content, but specifically video content, which if you're listening or watching, you got to follow Elise Archer. Her video content is phenomenal. It's consistent. It's motivating. And it's, it's, it's inspiring. So it gets delivered on a weekly basis. But as a sales professional, like I sell a product, I sell a service. Why would I want to create video content? And how do I create a video content strategy? Mm, okay, big questions. So let's, <laughs> let's, tackle the, let's tackle the first one first. Why would you want to create video content? Um, I'll share a stat and then I'll share a story. So for those of you who are super logical, analytical types, by 2021, 82% of all consumer traffic is going to be on video. What that means is that 82% of your ideal customers who are 
searching for ideas, answers in terms of what you do. Maybe you're, you know, maybe you're a financial advisor and, uh, and you want to be getting more clients in that space. People are looking online for how do I retire? How do I, you know, what's a 401k? How do I start a, a Roth IRA? Like they're looking for that and they're watching videos. 82% of them want to watch a video to get the answer. So it's really about, you know, we hear about selling to people and, and modifying your approach based upon how they want to meet with you, how they want to connect with you. Even if you're not a big video person, like a big video consumer, if you know that 82% of your people are, then it's going to be really wise for you to be creating video content so that you are the one that they're watching, sharing, engaging. It's like everyone, it's just the world has gone video when you look at content that's going out. How I personally realized how powerful this was, um, and I never in a million years, Anthony, envisioned that I would be teaching people this, talking about it. Like It was not something that I envisioned myself doing. It kind of just happened by accident. Um, in 2015, I left my corporate job and I was doing, like I mentioned before, I was doing digital advertising sales, had a healthy you know, six-figure sales job, was doing really well there. And I felt really called to go into business for myself doing coaching. And at the time, I, um, <laughs> I was probably, well, I, I'm still a lot of a risk taker, but probably more of a risk taker than I would advise your, your audience to be. I had one client who had paid me $300 to review a PowerPoint presentation for him. And for me, that was proof of concept. I was like, I'm good. I'm out. I think I was just really ready to go. <laughs> So I had six months worth of savings to my name. I had this one client who paid me 300 bucks and I'm leaving the six figure job. And I'm like, okay, I got to find a way to build a reputation for clients fast. So what I thought about at the time was, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily an experienced coach. I didn't have a lot of clients. I, I didn't, I wasn't the best, I was going into sales coaching at the time. So I wasn't the best sales coach out there. So I didn't necessarily know how to coach, but what I did know was how to market and brand myself and advertise myself because I've been doing that for these small businesses for so long. So all I knew was I had to be known in my space. So I went on a really aggressive marketing campaign of myself and I tried everything. I hosted a local networking event. I went to other people's events. I, um, I, I, I got a podcast. I emailed, I cold called and everything was like, it was starting to take off, but there was nothing that was really getting me the volume of business I needed. And the clock was ticking and I was like, crap, if I don't get this figured out, I'm going to have to go find another job. And I'll tell you, it was kind of just more stumbling into it. Um, I can't remember why I started doing this. Actually, i tell you what, it may have been, I remember around that time I read Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. And I think that helped me start thinking differently about the content I was putting out. Great book, by the way, if, uh, if your audience hasn't uh, read it yet. But I started putting out just short, simple thought leadership videos on social media. So LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and I would just share what I knew about sales. Like that was it. I was like, I'm just going to teach people what I know about sales. Um, try to add some value. I think that'll help. And it blew me away how quickly people started reaching out and saying, I've been watching your videos on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I'm like, you've helped me so much with my sales process and I'm looking to hire a coach. Can I work with you? What's it like to work with you? And granted, again, it's like, I had this one client who paid me 300 bucks and I was like, I guess you can work with me if you want. If you want. Are, you, are you sure? <laughs> but I very quickly was able to grow and scale that business and build it into a multiple six-figure business um, just a little over 12 months from there. 
all based primarily, I shouldn't say all based, but probably 80, 90% from inbound needs that came to me seeking me out as their coach. Now, I know that story was about being an entrepreneur. However, it applies to salespeople as well, because as a salesperson, think about the difference of you going after and pursuing a prospect and trying to convince them to take a call with you and trying to convince them to, you know, to get on the phone or book a meeting with you versus what would it look like if people were coming to you? What would it look like if if customers were reaching out to you and saying, hey, you've really helped me think differently about this area of my business or this area of my life. I'd like to book an appointment with you and see, you know, what, how you can help me. It's totally different. It's cold versus very, very hot. Um, And at the end of the day, what video does is it speeds up the whole process. People see you. There's a, a certain number of factors that go into building trust online. There's actually three key factors. People need to be able to see you. They need to feel like they know you and they need to learn something from you. So they need to see you, feel like they know you and learn something from you. Video accomplishes all three. I can see you talking. So I feel automatically like I, I like you. I have more proximity with you. You know, as you do your videos, you're probably going to drop little things here or there about your life. Maybe they just see where your office is or they see where you live, or you mentioned like you know, I was at XYZ game this weekend. They start to know you a little bit more personally. And then for salespeople, it's just, just your simple, helpful tip videos related to whatever it is that you're selling, the industry that you're in, and people can start to learn from you. So I'm a big fan of give away everything you know. Be generous with your content. This is something we teach at Brand Builders Group. People don't pay for information. They pay for organization and application. So your best bet as a salesperson is give away everything that you know that you would actually teach a paying client, but you're going to do it in random order in your video. So you're going to pick one topic this week, one topic another week. People don't pay for the information anymore. They're going to pay you to help them apply it in their life or in their business, but it's going to speed up the process so much for you. It's going to get you way more inbound leads and it's going to help you have a heck of a lot more customers. I think what you said there about uh, building that that credibility through video, right? And we talked about see you, know you, learn from you. Um, I have truly taken what you have well, you have taught me, right? And I, I know you represent brand builders and I've learned a lot about brand builders, but you are my coach. I have implemented that in my personal video marketing strategy, right? And and if you're listening to the podcast and you haven't subscribed to the blog, you, it's a great time to, to click off and go do that because I do deliver video content on a consistent basis. And what you're saying is very true because now the inbound messages, the inbound leads are for applying some of the strategies that that I have taught and some of the strategies that you've taught me to teach. Now, in going and creating this video, can we talk about some of the mistakes people made? I know some of the mistakes I've made, but you coach a big, big network of people who create video content, who someone's listening to this right now is like, man, this is awesome. I'm going to do this. And then, you know, they're going to go piggyback mine and then piggyback yours. I'm like, oh, I can see how they do it. But what are some of the mistakes that people make when they first start producing video content? Mm. Well, I've probably made every single one of them. So let me think back <laughs> to, uh, to what I've done. Gosh, you know, there, there's a lot. I think um, here's a big one. Watching your video before you post it. So if you are watching your video before you post it, what's probably going to happen is you are going to nitpick and <laughs> look at what you did and say, that wasn't good enough. I need to re-record it. Well, 17 takes and four hours later, 
you're frustrated. You're like, well, screw it. This, this isn't worth it, right? And then you do nothing. So that was actually one of the biggest things that helped me just be a consistent video creator early on. And still to this day, I don't watch mine. Um, it's just not watching them. You know, my, my mentoring coach has this quote that I love. She says, perfectionism is for poor people. So if you're trying to be a perfectionist with your video content and you are like, well, I've got to watch and just make sure I didn't stumble or didn't mess up, um, you're going to make mistakes. You know, you and I were laughing a little bit in the pre-chat about the mistakes we make on our video content. I make a ton. So, I'm, and here's the thing, you'll know if it's bad enough that it can't go into the world, but it's got to be pretty bad for me. Yes. It's got to be pretty bad. I've learned to just laugh at myself when I mess stuff up and keep going. Um, so that's, that is one of them. I think another question a lot of people have is, how do I communicate my message well? So do I need to be, do I need to like have a teleprompter? Do I wing it? And I found that it's really about what works well for you. But for the vast majority of my clients, I worked with a client where it was literally taking her over four hours to record a video and get it out. And we made this one switch and she does the whole thing in under 10 minutes now. Um, she was scripted out the whole video and then trying to read through it. And this was like a two, three minute video. It wasn't a long one. So you can imagine how frustrated she was with how many times she was redoing it. Um, my favorite thing for scripting is just have an outline, have bullet points. I use the notes function on my computer or on my phone, and I'll just do bullet points of like, these are the three key topics that I want to hit. That way I'm not scripted. I think that really sounds unnatural and most people can feel that. Um, and, and that way too, if I get lost, I can always come back to my points as well. And the other thing I like about that, because with video, it's really tempting to look at yourself while you're recording. And then and for anyone who's tried any video content and you, you realize this, um, if you're looking at yourself, then you're not looking at the camera lens. So you're not actually making eye contact with the person who's watching on the other side. And that's part of what you want to do with your videos is look at the camera lens, not yourself. If you have notes uh, written down with your bullet points, I just cover my image with those notes. So I'm not tempted to look down at myself. So it's, it's helpful little stuff like that. Um, and then I think another mistake people make is they think that they need to have super fancy tech in order to do it. This is the number one question I get. And it's always hilarious to me because I'm so low tech. Like I'm not a tech person. I don't enjoy it. I'm not good with it. I'm like an 85 year old when it comes to figuring out the tech piece. Like it's just not my, <laughs> it's not my thing. Uh, much respect to all of, uh, all of my elderly clients. So I, I work with quite a few who are they're, you know, it's like they haven't had to know how to do this and now they're having to know how to do this. But I think that's why we get along because I'm not, I'm not super into the tech piece. But what I find is people will reach out and they'll say, you know, what's the right tech that I need for my videos? And usually those are the same people who are, it's, it's uh, procrastination cleverly disguised as perfectionism. So it's, they're using it as an excuse to not get started. The only tech you need is in your phone. Like that, you've already got it. You've already got it. Now, if you want to take it to the next level, yes, there are things you can do. Like you've got a great setup with your mic and with your lighting, but you didn't let that be an excuse to you starting. And so if you're letting that be an excuse, let the tech follow the strategy. If you're just putting out short thought leadership videos on LinkedIn, you literally just need your phone. You record the video in the LinkedIn app and you post it. Done. Um, so get started, figure out the tech you need as you go, but don't procrastinate on that, on just getting it out there because you're trying to be too perfect with the tech. I love that. The tech is is really funny. I mean, I have people who've reached out to me to get 
questions or details about the technology that I currently have and what I'm currently using. And the funny part is I have this really fancy high K or high K 4K digital camera that I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to put this together and I'm going to record my, my video content in this super clear quality. Honestly, I can't figure it out. So I've just gone back to my webcam that I've used for you know the first five, six months that I've been creating content. I'm like, this webcam, this microphone, it seems to work for me. But I do have the new tech that honestly, I, it might end up going back because I don't know how to use it and I haven't figured it out. And it's not something that I, that I really want to figure out right now. I got so many other projects diving in. I like what you said, Elise, about not watching the video. That has been one of the biggest game changers for me where, uh, you know, my, my content strategy is we're talking this here, you know, I, I record my blogs in batches. So let's say it's Saturday morning and I'm okay. Here's, here's my, my next four or five video contents that I'm going to create. And I record them just, and you're right. I know when it's so bad that I have to re-record it, but you know, that, that, uh, you know, that pendulum of how bad it is the more I've done, it gets further and further. Like, Oh, I don't need, I can just, just roll with it. it you, oh, sorry guys. Just here's the authentic approach. But when I first started, I did watch those videos in two or three hours for a four-minute video. It was like, this is not a good return on, on my time. This, this investment on this video, you know, if I had to bill by the hour to create this video, it was really expensive. So uh, I like what you said there about doing that. Hey, I wanted to take a quick minute and interrupt this episode for a second. I hope you're enjoying what you've heard thus far. Are you a sales professional or do you manage a team of sales professionals? I imagine you know someone who struggles with complacency. I'm talking about the sales rep who has all the tools to be a top performer, but just can't seem to get past the mental hurdle that is holding them back. I completely understand and I relate with you. That is why I've created a detailed approach on how to get out of this stage of complacency and put yourself in position to achieve your next sales goal. Be sure to visit my website, catapultingcommissions.com. Once there, you can find the link to pick up a copy of my international best-selling book, catapulting commissions. Now let's get back to our show. So people who are building this brand or want to get confident in building this video, right? Who is the ideal person that comes to you and looks for help? Now I know that, you know, and, and I don't want to give a shameless plug, but you know, I am sales professional sales leader. I, I came to you for help, but outside of the world of salespeople, or maybe just dial in on salespeople, what professions are coming to you looking for help? And what does that strategy look like when they first come to you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for asking. You know, it's, it's interesting, I would say, especially on the personal branding side, our clients are so diverse. So we do have, we've got a number of people in sales, whether it's real estate, um, you know, mortgage, financial services, who are kind of seeing the opportunity to really grow their brand in their space. And they're seeing that not as many people have been focused on it. So they're kind of, they're jumping at that opportunity. Um, and then we're also working with a lot of people who you would consider more in the thought leadership category. So coaches, consultants, speakers, um, authors, influencers. So it's really diverse on the personal branding side. And, and we work with people who are just starting out in their journey. Maybe it's more of a side hustle to some of the most established personal brands in the world. And for each of them, we, we call them mission-driven messengers. Um, for each of our clients, it's not just about I want to make more money. It's really about, I have this thing I want to help people with. And the more well-known I am in my space, the more I can help people. So that's, um, that's on that side. And then on the video side, it's, it's been interesting to me because when I launched 
the program, like I said, I never envisioned I would help people with this, but it, I just found that it was such a need. I was working with a lot of clients when I was doing the sales coaching who were great in a boardroom. Uh, they could do a presentation in front of, you know, one or a thousand and feel comfortable. But there was something about when it came time to turn on the camera and hit record where they would come to a screeching halt. Either they're not confident in the way they look or sound, they're not clear in their messaging, confident in that, or they're just really confused by what the overall strategy is. And so on that side, I've worked with executives from some companies like Silicon Valley executives. Um, and I found a lot of my clients lately have been in the financial services and insurance space too, um, interestingly enough, because again, they, they see the opportunity where, hey, if they can get visible before everybody jumps on the bandwagon, because those industries tend to be a little bit behind, um, just in terms of, of tech and social media they can have a lot of success. So I am working with a lot of clients in that space as well. And I think it's really primed for mortgage um, and real estate as well um, for the industries. But but yeah, the, the way it looks to work with me in either case is just to have a, a free discovery call to really hear about what's going on in your business, what you're looking for. And then um, I've got a number of different options for how my team and I can help people if it's a good fit, depending on um, depending on what's right for them from there. So it's really just about getting to know somebody, hearing what their needs are. I mean, the people who are in sales are like, I get it. This is, <laughs> this is it, right? It's just really learning what somebody needs and then uh, tailoring some solutions from there. Fantastic. And you know, as, as you're identifying these clients that come in, uh, you know, I, I, I say this wholeheartedly. Um, I have, uh, you know, I've, I've worked with the leads and we are going on year two of, of our engagement of working together. And Truth be told, if you're at a point where you're saying, hey, I want to monetize to that next level or I want to brand to that next level, I couldn't I couldn't endorse it enough. And it's funny, I, I have guests on the show uh, all the time where we talk about, you know, what product or service they offer typically towards the end of our interview. And, you know, and some have phenomenal products, but this is one of the few where I'm like, hey, I'm, I, you know, I drink the Kool-Aid. I drink the brand builders. I'm very familiar with the video content that you're creating and, and you're coaching. So I am... Uh, huge proponent of that. So uh, last question I got for you here, Elise, as, uh, as we wrap this show up, whether you're listening to it on audio or listening to video, I'm going to include a bunch of links in the show notes. But how does someone get connected to you to learn more about Elise Archer, to learn more about brand builders? Where do you, where do you, where do you recommend people find you? Mm, thank you. Well, I will share, if I can share really quick, one other thing that, that I do want to say, just because Please. you mentioned... Um, you mentioned just the process of working with us. And one thing I want to do is for anybody who's listening and has watched Anthony's brand you, and the growth that you've had and what you've done, you have done the hard work that most people aren't willing to put in. And I know it's not easy. And I know it's frustrating because we see, you know, we have this vision as visionaries. We see what we want to put out in the world, you know, the podcast, the book, um, we see the stages we want to speak on. And we see that from day one often. And it can be so challenging to do the disciplined work up front of getting clear on what your brand is, what your message is, what your strategy is going to be. And you have so consistently followed, like you're so coachable, which is great. That's part of what makes a great coach is they're also, this is why I know you're a good coach because you are so coachable as well. And you follow the steps and just to see in a year, like international best-selling book, you know, the press you've gotten, the, this podcast coming out and being so successful, like you have done it. And it probably seems from the outside for a lot of people like, 
where did that come from, right? And it's because you've had the discipline to do the steps and do the work and get really clear on how you're going to serve people, how you're going to help people and what your brand and your message is going to be all about. But I think you're such a good example of what a product is of somebody following the coaching and doing the steps to break through the wall. So I just wanted to acknowledge you for that because um, because you've had a lot of patience and discipline where a lot of people don't. And hopefully you, you feel like you're reaping the rewards um, of that. Elise, thank you so much for that. Honestly, no, I, I really appreciate that. It's uh, what you just said is funny because I've had people reach out to me and say, "Hey, you know, you just came from from the middle of nowhere." I was just on a, I was just interviewed on another podcast yesterday where it was like, "Oh my goodness, dude, you you came out of nowhere and, and you're commanding a following." And you know, I told the host, I said, "Well, with all honesty, uh, I might have come out of nowhere, but it wasn't by mistake. There was a lot of planning behind the scenes before I ever made my first video post. I mean, it wasn't like, hey, let's just let's just let's just do it. There was some strategy behind it, and then it was, hey, let's just do it. Right? Let's just let's just go with it. Any mistake we'll make, we'll we'll, we'll fix along the way. So, one, I thank you for that, and two, you definitely been a huge part on that. So, let's uh, let's let's circle that back. How does someone find you? How does the next person want that wants to work with Elise Archer get a hold of you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm at Elise Archer everywhere on social. Um, and my personal website is EliseArcher.com as well. Uh, but one thing I would love to, to be of service and just to offer to your audience is if someone is listening and they're like, yeah, I do want to have, you know, that complimentary discovery call and, and kind of talk through my strategy for my brand, for growing my visibility, just freebrandcall.com slash EA. Uh, you can sign up for a free call with me and my team and we'll just hear about what you're working on for your brand, your goals, for your visibility and, uh, and definitely help you craft a strategy from there to succeed. So really, really just loved this time with you. And for anybody who wants to reach out and connect, I would absolutely love to meet your audience and get to know them better. Fantastic. Elise, I really appreciate you being here today. Catapult to Commissions family, you have heard this is one of my favorite interviews, not to discredit any of my other previous interviews, but Elise Archer is my coach. She has helped build the Catapulting Commissions brand, the Anthony Garcia brand, and she's also a personal friend of mine. So be sure to uh, subscribe to her blog, get connected with her content. You will find so much value in that. If you're hesitant or not sure you want to build a brand, just schedule a call because having that conversation and that dialogue, whether you make the decision now or they make the decision six months from now, right? You just need to know what your options are and you never know what's going to happen in the future. Uh, from the beginning of, of the very first episode we spoke about, uh, I connected with Elise on a coaching opportunity for sales. That didn't quite work out, but we still connected. And I think this opportunity has fit us so much better. So I highly encourage and recommend that you do schedule that call to get with Elise and Elise's team. And Catapulting Commissions family, I'm glad you joined me today. Elise, I'm glad you joined us today. You stay safe during this period and we'll talk soon. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Anthony. Well, that does it for today's episode on Catapulting Commissions with Anthony Garcia. If you found some value in today's show, please be sure to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. Don't forget to subscribe to Catapulting Commissions. That way you get notified of new episodes every week. Lastly, please take a screenshot of today's show and share it on Instagram. Every week, I'll be giving away a signed copy of my best-selling book to one person who tags me at Anthony P. Garcia 99 and includes the hashtag Catapulting Commissions. Thank you for your time, and I look forward to helping you achieve higher commissions.